Good morning and happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. I'm Greg. I'm glad that you're with me on this journey today. We're going to start off today. We are in Psalm 86, 11 to 17. Let me just... Yep, that's working fine. Um, I'm going to actually read verse 11 here. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Now, I mentioned a couple of days ago that we are to be the light for those to leave the darkness, but it begins with an open heart. Once we have that, we should call upon God to help us live as he wants. We don't need to begin with deep or even superficial scriptural knowledge, membership in a church, or a secret handshake. We just need to open our hearts and ask for help. You know, this makes a good extension for the beginning of Psalm 86, 1 through 10, which I had mentioned when we read that before, would make a good prayer for God's help. So really, this all together makes a good prayer for God's help. New Testament, we're in Romans 4, verse 16. I really like Romans. I forgot how much I like this because it, it it is such a great layout of the faith. So we continue with this today. The promise of righteousness is received by faith. We don't have to pay for it. It is given to us. We don't need to follow the law. We have to have the faith like Abraham. Now, Abraham believed in the God who raises the dead and, quote, creates new things out of nothing, end quote. Yeah, and that kind of aligns with the Big Bang Theory, doesn't it? as far as science goes. We all believe in something. Anyway, Paul rests heavily on Abraham's faith in this letter, and he continues in chapter 5, that because of faith, quote, we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing in God's glory, end quote. And then another quote, we... Well, no, this is another quote. We can't explain, though, what, why, or how that is, only that it is from our faith. Paul then notes that trials help us develop endurance, which helps strengthen character. That's good to remember during individual times of trial and stress. Continuing to connect on a human level, Paul says that most of us would not be willing to die for another, with the exception, perhaps, of if the person to die for was really good. But Christ died for all of us, and all of us are not and can never be good enough. Our faith in Christ has made us friends of God. Old Testament, we're in Amos, Amos 6. Amos is saying that other nations who have led prosperous lives were judged, and so it shall be here. Quote, suddenly, all your parties will end. So all this time that you've been sort of like ignoring stuff and kind of just giving a little bit of like religious action, but then doing all the stuff you want to do yourself, that's going to end. I, I sometimes, and I'm frustrated when I think this, but I sometimes don't understand how people can live decades without even a hint of a desire to lay down the material for the spiritual. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I just don't get it. I mean, I would think at some point in time that people would be like, wait, there's got to be more. I mean, we're not immortal here. Why are we 
Why are we ignoring that? I don't know. Maybe people just don't want to face that because they don't have the confidence that comes with faith. I don't know. Anyway, the Lord despises Israel's ignorance and will give all of the material wealth and comforts they worship, that's my words, to their enemies. Amos 7 details a vision of locusts eating up all the fields. This is a vision he had from the Lord. In response, Amos asked for forgiveness for the sake of the people and, quote, the Lord relented from his plan. Then Amos had another vision, something similar. Fire followed by same thing, praying and the Lord relenting. Then Amos has a vision of a plumb line, which is used to keep things straight in construction. The Lord says he will no longer ignore the people's sins, and the reign of King Jeroboam will come to a sudden end. Now, Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, at this point in time, tells Jeroboam that Amos is preaching against him. But Amos says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just a shepherd. I'm not a professional prophet, and I'm only doing what the Lord said. You know, professional prophet, I never really considered that term before, but I guess back then they were trained, apprenticed, paid like any other job. And if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because the kings at the time needed a communication path to whatever god they worshipped because that's what they thought that they needed to be successful. And, and again, I don't think I have this wrong, but it's basically, well... You worship the right God, you're going to be successful. You worship the wrong one, you're not. And you want to be on good terms with the right one, and therefore you will be successful, you will be wealthy, you will be rich, you'll have everything. And that's how they thought back then, I think. Pretty short one today. That's it for today. My prayer for you is that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care.